Now on the air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house on Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the three patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko, and Trump Club Board Director, better known as the Shadow Mayor of Palm Coast, Alan Lowe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler video podcast. With me, Mike McElroy, President of the Trump Club. Alan is not with us today. Mike, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, as you know, I missed our last podcast because I was in Colorado visiting my daughter uh, in the Denver area and my granddaughter and son-in-law. It's terrific. Uh, so, yeah, good to be back, uh, although the weather out there was a little balmy, too. Unusual. No snow. Uh, but I know I see I missed a few things. You did miss a few things. Uh, while I was out of town. Uh, I, I know you love to be in the paper. Me? I hate being if, in the newspaper. If you've listened to us before, <laughs> you know that Ed loves to be in the paper. I, it seems you made the paper again, Ed. I what did. was that all about? Well, you know, I, I got an email on my city email account um, basically saying that there was a mandatory requirement being enforced by the county on the city that you had to tell them your vaccination status. Well... I was suspicious of that email, and so I wanted to check and see if this was real or if this was one of those phishing emails, um, because, you know, this is Florida, and you don't want to tell your vaccination status. You don't have to tell it. And, and again, you know, what you do between you and your doctor is up to you. Um, what I do is up to me, and we don't need to be sharing that type of information, and certainly the city has no business trying to collect that information on on politicians or employees. But I, I did get in touch and I was told that it was spam. But then I, um, I wrote back and I said, perhaps we wanna like, make sure that everyone knows this is spam before they click on it. And that's when I discovered this was actually spam that was sent out by the IT department um, you know, as a sort of test to see how many people they said to see how many people would click on it. I thought that was in really poor taste. I thought that was a poor subject to use, um, considering how divisive these vaccines have been. I didn't think we needed to be telling people that they had to mandatory do anything, even if it's a, a phishing test. And certainly using the county as the excuse, we got our relationship with the county isn't that great to begin with, and we're trying to make it better. So all this did was annoy some, some uh, commissioners um, you know, in the county, that we were using them for this test. Well, I see the county staff made a comment that they would never use that as, a, right. as an it, IT right. uh, fishing test. But, uh, yes, it, controversial to say the least, and uh, I, I think you were right. Did you ever find out how that came about, how it was authorized? Well, from what I understand is our ID, IT department contracts out with a service that comes up with these sort of tests. And so it was one of, you know, many that they do. And either somebody wasn't paying attention or somebody was not sensitive enough or didn't quite understand that this would be controversial. Um, or, you know, I've had a lot of people 
contact me saying, you know, that they're really, that, that wasn't a test. They really are trying to collect this information. I don't work in the IT department, so I really can't answer that question. Um, but it's something they should have stayed away. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think they'll go there again. I think, you know, I got enough attention, enough press attention on it. I think they got the message that this was a bad idea. Yes. And then, uh, of course, a secondary thing that's cropped up is your hunt for the city manager. So you were initially agreed with the mayor and the city council that you all, uh, with a staff-led uh, administration, would, would look at candidates, look at their resumes, select each, each city council person would select candidates they thought had merit and bring them forward. Right. Uh, it seems that that process wasn't good enough. Well, we got close to 100 applicants, um, and I went through every resume, and I selected my top five, as did every other council person, and that was the procedure we agreed on when we started this, that, that we wouldn't hire an outside firm. Uh, they cost money, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 to hire an outside firm to do a search that we would put the ads out there, we would go through the resumes, and then each of us would come back to council with our five top picks. We would then, from those top five top picks, we'd see how many overlapped. Um, we had six applicants that overlapped. Um, Jim Manfred got the most overlap. He had three votes. We had, a, you know, the rest all got two votes from two separate council people. So we took those six finalists, and the next step was supposed to be interviews. And uh, we told them that we would be interviewing them. They had started preparing for it. But apparently, uh, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, the mayor first started saying um, he wasn't happy with the quality of candidates. And then later, um, earlier this week, or late last week, uh, Councilman Klufus said that he would be making a motion to uh, you know, abandon this procedure and hire an outside firm. I fully disagree with that. We, have, we, we are down to three applicants because three other applicants dropped out. Uh, they got jobs someplace else. But we're down to three people. We should have, I wanted to move forward. I wanted to do the interviews. I wanted to see what these folks brought to the table before we looked at another way of doing this. Um, there, were, there were some applicants in, in that process that simply were not qualified. But there were a lot that were. The former mayor of Erie, Pennsylvania, and this is a non-city manager mayorship. This is like a real mayor who runs the day-to-day -day operation. Two-time mayor of Erie, Pennsylvania. All right, great track record. No scandals. You know, cut taxes. Conservative guy. He was one of the applicants. He was one of my five picks. No one else picked him, and I was surprised. I was absolutely surprised. There was an army colonel uh, who commanded a garrison, all right, uh, in Europe, three military bases under his command. I would think if you could run three army bases, I would think you could run a little city like Palm Coast. I'm sure his budget and, 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 and his staff is a lot larger than ours. No one picked him. He was one of my choices. Um, so I tried to make the argument that we do the interviews first, and then, if we're not happy, then we could maybe think of expanding this search. But I was outvoted, um, you know, three to two, 
And so we're now going to go out and spend thirty or forty thousand um, dollars. They're saying, you know, we're going to keep the present finalists in, in in the mix. You know, they'll be interviewed. But we've, I mean, they've already threw these people under you the bus. You've sort of written them off. You've written them I off, mean, right? You, I mean, the tenor of the yeah. statements from other city council members and the mayor suggests that none of the present candidates are really qualified to be. Yeah, yeah. To have that job. And uh, you know. <laughs> It was amazing to me because Councilman Klufus, uh basically said that one of the candidates, Jim Manfred, had too much baggage. But Councilman Klufus seems to have forgotten that he was that was one of his picks out of the five. He brought him forward. He brought him forward. So I, I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know what these folks are up to. I'm, I don't think it's as simple as just starting another search. Uh, I'm getting the impression that perhaps somebody has a candidate that they want to now bring forward, that they didn't bring forward before. We'll see what happens. But this or is a- may not have applied before. Or may not have applied before. But this is a waste of thirty dollars to, $30 to $40,000 of taxpayers' money. It also sends a bad message. It sends the message that city council can't do its job, that we can't lead. Well, I'm ready to lead, but it's unfortunate the other ones are just shirking their responsibility. And then there was a, I see the mayor thank everyone for a, uh, a Christmas gift that you all on the city of Palm Coast got. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Involving the uh, Palm Harbor Golf Course. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Well, they, they gave us a, um, they gave us the driving range. The developer that owned the driving range just blatantly out and out gave it to the city of Palm Coast as a gift. I'm sure there's, it's not exactly that simple. There's probably a tax write-off thing there that goes with it, no doubt. Um, but, you know, originally there had been plans to put condominiums on the golf course. That fell through, so they finally just relinquished the uh, driving range. And we're going to be talking more about that with our guests today. Uh, but before we go there, there is one other thing we need to discuss, um, which I found the story of the week is, 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 as you know, Victor Barboza, Councilman Barboza, has dropped out of his race for county commissioner against Greg Hansen, and he's now going to go against Joe Mullins. And so Victor has some baggage uh, concerning uh, allegations of wrongdoing in the country of Costa Rica that came out a few months ago. Um, our sheriff released that information. I don't know. Victor denies it. Victor denies it. We don't know if he's guilty or not guilty. Uh, but Joe Mullins uh, threw the gauntlet down. Uh, to his new opponent and said that he would buy Victor two round-trip tickets for him and a guest to Costa Rica for the weekend with luxury accommodations if he would just go to Costa Rica, go live on Facebook, say I'm here, nobody's arrested me, no one's charged me, I'm innocent. And if he's innocent, he's got a free trip to Costa Rica, you know, with whoever he wants to travel with on Joe's dime. And um, I'm, I don't understand why Victor wouldn't do it. I wish Joe would say that to me. I'd go in a second, you know. I mean, um, but I think You that like Costa Rica. I like Costa Rica, yeah, um, especially when it's on Joe's money. <laughs> I definitely like I hope that includes meals, too. Um, but I want to just, you know, I think Victor, I think it would be a smart thing for Victor to do this, for him to, to, to take Joe up on the offer. And I want to just sweeten the pot today. If he takes up... If he take up, takes up Joe Mullen's offer, I will throw in a stretch limo to take him from the airport to the hotel and then from the hotel 
back to the airport again. Uh, you never again. offered me a straight. I never have even yeah. offered you a, a, a shrunk one. Yeah. But um, I will, I will uh, provide that limousine service for Victor. And hopefully the local authorities don't pick him up first before he has a chance to get in the limo. But he's going to, you know, I think he has a chance to clear his name. And Joe even said that he would probably drop out of the race if Victor cleared his name. I could, if, I, if I was running against love Mullins, yeah, you, you love to have your opponent drop out. So um, I don't know why he doesn't take it up, but he's just uh, he's been attacking me and Joe Mullins left and right now over yeah, this. I'm not sure but, I get the attacks on you because he's not running against you. I don't maybe know. Maybe he thinks you'll substitute for Joe Mullins if he drops out. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even live in the district. I, I, I don't know what he's doing. But well, you don't have to right now. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. You don't have to live there till you get elected. Exactly. Actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's I'm not. How come Victor went from district uh, two, I think it was, against Greg Hansen and moved over to, right. to the current district right. four, where he is not a resident, but right. says he has a residency he will establish. Yes. Yes. But I'll tell you, I would not run against Joe Mullins. Joe Mullins has done a fabulous job as a county commissioner. He's he's dealt with a lot of issues. Um, he works really hard. Uh, he's been a big supporter of our Trump Club. Let's be honest. He's, he's helped us out an awful lot yes, in the well, past. He, he was responsible for giving a very large donation to open the Trump office right. in 2020. Yep. And he is a big supporter of President Trump and all conservative Republicans. And um, so I, I, think, I think Joe is doing a great job. And I'm kind of surprised that Victor would even run against Joe um, because... I mean, Joe's doing a fabulous job. But anyway, I think now, moving on to our guests, we have Doug Brown with us today. Welcome, Doug. Welcome. Hello. Doug is the owner of Cypress Knowles Country Club and Golf Course. Yes. And he is also one of our sponsors. So we're glad to have you, Doug. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Thank you. So what's new with Doug? Uh, Well, you, um, the the golf course... um, as Cypress Knoll is uh, doing, since the pandemic, is doing phenomenal. Um, as, but not to brag, uh, uh, golf, golf in general throughout the country is doing extremely well. And, um, and the reason is that people have begun to realize that being outside and getting your vitamin D or whatever it might be is a very healthy activity. And, uh, and I think that has sparked it. So um, when we first uh, when we first started the, uh, the the pandemic, that was back in in March, I believe it was when we when we started to hit. Um, Palm Harbor closed immediately. Um, the city-owned golf course. The city-owned golf course. Right. Panicked and closed. Yeah, they closed all the parks, all the trails, it, right. everything. Exactly. They shut everything down. Exactly. But kept everyone on the payroll. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I. Um, I couldn't let that happen to, to my course because I, I realized that this is foolish. So I called the sheriff, Staley, and uh, I said to him, I said, look, are you going to close me down or arrest me if I shut down? He says, absolutely not. He said, absolutely not. He said, uh, after talking to him, he said, you know, do me a favor. Um, one thing I'd like you to do is to give each person their own cart. So you wouldn't have to be in the same cart. Except, I said to him, I said, except 
if they come in the same car and they're in the same household, I said, look. Yeah. So he agreed. And I think he was probably the first person, maybe even in the country, to come up with that idea where you have a separate court. Brilliant idea. Well, he's a brilliant sheriff. Absolutely brilliant. He's done a fabulous job. And, and before we go any further, Doug, we're going to take a break. Yep. So our, our sponsors, including you, uh, get your commercials in so you'll get to see your commercial. We'll be right back. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds escape rooms? Then check us out at twistedminds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. Coming late spring, early summer 2021. A little bit of mayhem at Twisted Minds Escape Rooms in Palm Coast. Check us out at twistedminds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST. We'll be waiting. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit. And golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Snow Golf. Voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. Welcome back. Cypress Knolls is a beautiful golf course. And if you haven't been out there, um, you really need to go visit Doug and say hello. And um, they have a great restaurant. They have a great bar. Um, and like Doug was saying, like you're saying, Doug, uh, golf is making an upswing. It's it coming is. back, right? Yes, big time. Yeah. So, and uh, it's, 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 it's encouraging because we've seen over the past couple years, um, before that, maybe the past five years, for example, um, Matanzas closed be- way before that, and uh, and the city um, had an awful time with that between developer and taxes and who owned it, who didn't own it, and all that stuff. Had a really hard time with that, and then you go down to or- uh, Ormond and you saw Riverbend close recently, and then you saw- you also saw Tomoka Oaks close, and you saw Indigo Lakes close, and it all comes down to. Um, the expense of running a golf course. And uh, so at Cypress, we've, you know, we cut costs and hired great, great people to run the course, and we make it a, more of a family event. And, uh, and that's how we've been able to survive. Um, so How'd that, you get in the golf business, Doug? Um, well, I could, we, let me, I'll give you a little story about um, how we actually got, how I got down to Palm Coast first. Um, my father in uh, 1974, okay, uh, went for a dinner in New York City. And uh, the dinner was for people to buy lots in Florida. So as he's leaving the house, my mother said, you better not be buying any lots in Florida. You better just, you know, go for the dinner if you'd like, but you better not be dying. We got, we got my, my sister, obviously, she was 10 years old at the time, and I got other people, and she's just, and my father said, no, 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 I'm only going for the free dinner. Well, later in the after, later at night, he comes back in, and you know how wives know what their facial expressions are for men. He said, she said, you bought a lot, didn't you? He says, with his tongue, you know, this. He says, "No, no, I didn't buy a lot. I bought two. <laughs> Five hundred dollars a lot. Really? Over, over in the east section on Ethan Allen, yeah, over in Cypress. 
five hundred. You know what lots are going for now lot. over there? Hundred thousand or more. Something. Yes. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, um, so that's how we got in, and uh, and then um, the we built on 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 the golf course, my wife and I, and then we heard that the golf course was going under. This is This is two thousand and sixteen. Okay, they, they were closing up, going bankrupt, and uh, so um, I said to my wife, I said, we can't let this happen. Why don't we buy the golf course? So after she cried for a half hour, because she had retired from the federal government, she, she finally agreed that, that we would make a pitch to try to save the course. Have you, had you ever run a golf course before? I play golf. You play golf, <laughs> okay. No, I've never, I've never run a golf course before, but I have taken a, a lot of companies, several companies, um, and uh, instead of, you know how they, they have companies today, you, you, people go in there and buy companies and then they, they strip them down and they take the money out. Mm -hmm. Well, I had the opposite. I, I, I bought companies and put them together and made them both very successful. And that's how I did so it. So you had that management experience. So I had the management experience. I had the passion for sure. And this is my last hurrah, you know. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's doing very well. So far, it's working out. It's doing, you you yeah. haven't regretted the decision. No, I haven't regretted the decision at all. The only, the only thing I somewhat regret is that um, I'm competing against the city golf course, and uh, they, the, the, the previous administration, um, they, they didn't help me out at all. They, they, matter of fact, they, they. They hurt me more than they helped me, and uh, none of the the, the may, previous mayor, um, even though she was a golfer, ne never stepped foot on the golf course, never came over to me. And you say, well, she doesn't have to do that. But I'm saying, I, I think about it, and I say, you know, according to Sam Perkovich, who is the guru of realtors in Palm Coast, as pe most people know, um, she said that houses that are on the golf course sell for between 15 and 20 percent more sure. because they're on the golf course yep. and then sam said that uh b beyond that he said believe it or not the ones across the street that are on the golf course also sell for a premium so if you take the the value of the 300 homes that are on the golf course and the 300 homes that are across from the golf course you're looking probably in and some other houses in in the east section you're probably looking at and, and increase tax revenue to the city of about a million dollars. Yeah, it's important that our golf courses do well. Um, yeah. These are great amenities that we have in Palm Coast. There's a, it's a reason for living in Florida, boating and golfing. Um, and so we want our businesses to do well. I've never been a fan of government owning a business. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should have to compete against the government, a government that can lose money, a government that can pay their employees more than you can afford to pay. Yep. Um, you know, I, I mean, what's next? A government-owned bowling alley uh, makes no sense to me. Um, I would like to see the city sell Palm Harbor, you know, to a competitor of yours, perhaps, That's fine. That's and that it. would be fine. You compete on I on, an, compete even on plane. an even level. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And now you say the mayor, former mayor Melissa Holland, had never been out to your course. Yeah. By the way, uh, Melissa, I know you're watching. You always watch. I know you miss me. You are welcome to be a guest on our show anytime. Just give me a ring, Melissa. We'd love to have you. But anyway, um, 
I know, I know that she's never went out to visit. Did any of the previous city managers ever come out? Um, well, uh, uh, Jim Landon actually did come out, but he came out in a very negative way. He told me that I can't put up my tent. He told me I can't do this, I can't do that. And uh, extremely negative, and he wound up walking out on me. What, ab what about any of the, uh, what about the current mayor or city council? Well, the current mayor, not yet. Of course, he's new, and uh, I openly invite him to come out and have a nice meeting, and, and have a, I'll give him a tour of the course. So he, you know, we have uh, bobcats running around out there. We have, we have turkeys and every kind of animal possible out there, and he can see what it's really about. And uh, all he has to do is look at uh, uh, um, Grand Reserve, and then uh, where they're putting in, over in Benel, they're putting in multitude of houses around the golf course. They stripped it out, and uh, as a matter of fact, some of the home, a homeowner from, who lived on Edith Pope in, mm -hmm. on the east section, which is right on the border of the golf course, they stripped the land right down to 15 feet from his house. He called me saying every word in the book, but he called me and, and thought that it was my golf course. He thought it was the Cypress mm -hmm. Golf Course, because they're right on the border. Right. So I ran over there, and I walked the yard with them, and I explained that this is not Cypress Knoll, that Cypress Knoll will never look like that. And, uh, you know, I told them to move, move to another nicer section of uh, the east section. So. Yeah, and there's, there's been a problem with that development, um, and I've been out there several times at the request of residents, and, mm -hmm. and I dragged the previous city manager with me. Uh, we did meet with officials from the city of Benel. We did get the developer to agree to put in drainage because there was a drainage issue they were creating. Right. And but it was like you know this was this is Palm Coast and this is Benel. You know you might as well be in East or West Germany with a wall. We can't tell them what to do on the other side of that line. Right. Um, but but the city has cooperated a bit. But I know there's some disappointment out there with the quality of homes that are yep. going in compared to the homes that are in the E section there. So big time, man. yeah, it's a big time, big time thing. Yeah. So um, so you're extending an invitation to the mayor. Yeah. To come out, the new mayor, David yeah, Alfin. I'm giving away things. I'll even buy him lunch. How's that? You'll buy him lunch. Yes. That's great. <laughs> well, hey, you know, I'll come out if you buy me lunch. But yeah. I come out all the time anyway. <laughs> you so you're, I'm out there a lot. <clears throat> you're one of the only officials that, have, from day one, has supported the course, and, right. and you're well, looking at a, a million dollars in re tax revenue. So. It, it behooves you to do that, of course. but you know, obviously we've become friends to sure, it all. Sure, sure. So. And I know we had a we had a problem before that we dealt with um, with the previous city manager. A couple of problems. Mm -hmm. um, um, water was a problem, as, as you remember. When yeah, we had that <clears throat> water drought. was a uh, <clears throat> a big problem. Um, the city ordered the the wrong size pipe on, right. on East Hampton Boulevard, and <clears throat> little did they know that the water that the course uses comes from the lake that is on that canal so they <clears throat> waiting for the new pipe to come in they drained it yep and we were out of, running out of water we were literally two days from shutting down with no I remember water. when you called me and uh i forget who it was but some really nice guy a smart guy came along and fixed the problem thank you ed <laughs> <laughs> well jack Howe had a bit to play and in jack that. jack, jack helped you, you were hands-on and yeah you, uh, yeah you guided um, us through because <clears throat> I hadn't even been elected yet. I was still running, yeah, but, but, right. but Jack did help out. Uh, what's your website, Doug? You have a website for the um, golf course. Yeah, it's cypressnoldgolfandcountryclub.com. So. Right, and if you just Google Cypress Knolls, you'll be yeah. able to find it. Right. Um, we have a website for the Flagler Trump Club. It's flagler4trump.com. 
Flagler4Trump.com, and that's what, the number four, Mike, right? Number four. Mm -hmm. Flagler4Trump.com. Please visit our website. Uh, you can find out all about our Trump Club. Uh, we have turned into a political grassroots organization. We are still looking for candidates to run for office. We're looking for someone to run in your district, Doug. You know, district number four for city council. If you know anyone, Doug, send them to yeah. us. Uh, you know, if they're conservative, um, if they, you know, if they're not some left-wing liberal who wants to tax and spend us to death, then we're interested in talking to them. Um, right. Because we, we, elections are fast approaching. And, you know, elections have consequences, folks. Right, Mike? If well, you've seen that already. Uh, and, and there are some PACs that spend a lot of money here in Palm Coast to ensure keeping the status quo, which is not necessarily for the good of the taxpayer. Yeah, absolutely not. I was the only, I'm the only one on city council to vote against that property tax increase that you all got. The other four voted for it. I need some help. We need to find some candidates. We definitely need a candidate from your part of town. So if you know someone that's you know, got a little time to spare after they play golf. <laughs> I mean, we could use their expertise and, and their skills if they want to get involved. Anyway, that's about all the time uh, we have, Mike, unless yeah, you have something uh, goodbye else. Goodbye from the Flagler Trump Club, uh, Flagler County Trump Club. Uh, and uh, for those of you listening, I hope you have a good set of holidays. Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. Absolutely. Thanks, folks, for joining us. We'll see you next time. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.